It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Good afternoon, Southwest Florida. Welcome to the Larry Timko Show on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Broadcasting from our Howard's Pool World studio, where they didn't invent pool service, they perfected it. We'll be talking a lot of NFL football today as the trade deadline comes up at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Do the Buccaneers make any moves? I I kind of hope they don't, because when we break down Jason Light's trade history... It's just as bad as his draft history. Oh, yeah. We make the case for Jason Light today. We'll also talk a little World Series baseball as game six of the World Series is tonight. Verlander versus Zach Greinke should be a good one. This is the night I think Verlander finally gets off the schneid and wins his first World Series game. Phil doesn't think so. He'll be here in a little bit as we have our discussion, the case for or against Jason Light. And I really, I went into this like a lawyer. And I tried to, like, defend Jason Light, and I just can't do it. I'd make a terrible lawyer. But first things first, let's talk a little high school football. We've reached the final week of the regular season. You can join Jeff Briscoe and myself this Friday night as we travel to Naples as the Port Charlotte Pirates will take on Palmetto Ridge. Uh, Port Charlotte and Venice are locks for the playoffs. Charlotte, the Tarpons, are so close. They're basically a lock if they win this week. The Soto and Lemon Bay, believe it or not, are on the fringes of earning a spot in the playoffs. Lemon Bay uh, will get a better picture of how they stand heading into the final week when the second-to-last standings are released by the Florida High School Athletic Association. That will be in two hours. At 2 o'clock today is when they release the standings. But or if you look at the way the Power 6, according to Sun Sports, is the Port Charlotte Pirates are ranked number one. That's the first time in my lifetime I see the Port Charlotte Pirates football team ranked number one in the rankings, in the local rankings. Venice sits at number two, Charlotte at number three. That's fantastic. And Lemon Bay, despite the fact they only have two wins, can still sneak into the playoffs in their district. How about that? Go Lemon Bay. (laughs) Not bad at all, but it's been a great, great year for Charlotte County high school football. The Pirates, the Tarpons, Lemon Bay, all Playoff worthy. Well, at least two out of the three are. Charlotte and Fort Charlotte. All right, before we get into uh, more football, I want to remind everybody the final Cash for Christmas giveaway. That's coming up like real fast. And your chance to get in on it, it's like slipping away. So make sure you get in on the running. We'll be doing it Halloween night this Thursday. Gosh, Halloween's this Thursday. We'll be at Banditos in Englewood. Yeah. Banditos will hand out some of the uh, last of the Bud Light free money lanyards, and this will be basically your last chance to win $1,000 because the drawing will be in a little over a week. Remember, the more lanyards you collect, 
the better off are your chances are of winning that $1,000. Plus, we got other cool prizes like a Yeti cooler from Gulf Coast Hardware, uh, beer for a year, and a whole lot more. Get all the details at 1070thezone.com. And while you're there, make sure you get in on our Chubby's Pro Football Pick'em Challenge. And speaking of which, Maple Leaf Jim, you sly dog, man. Maple Leaf Jim and myself finished the week perfect. We won all 15 of our games. A perfect 15 for 15. Got every single game right this week. It basically came down to points. And he nailed the points. (laughs) I was off by like six. So congratulations to Maple Leaf Jim. He won our $25 gift card to Chubby's in Port Charlotte this week. And he's in the running for that $500 Visa gift card at the end of the year if he accumulates the most victories. And having a perfect week. Sure does help your chances. So make sure you get your picks in for this week, 1070thezone.com. Just look for the Chubby's Pro Football Pick'em Challenge. Let's see, the week starts Thursday night, Thursday Night Football, which you can hear right here on 1070 The Zone as the 49ers, undefeated San Francisco, takes on number one pick Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. All right. So, <clears throat> NFL trade deadline is today at 4 o'clock. I've already seen a couple of things go down. Uh, Michael Bennett, we saw, got traded to the Cowboys. Uh, Leonard uh, from the uh, New York Jets got traded across town, basically. Actually, doesn't even have to leave the stadium. <laughs> got traded to the Giants. Kenyon Drake was traded to the Cardinals. We saw that happen. Uh, this morning, the Chargers fired their offensive coordinator, Ken Wisenheit. No big surprise there. Uh, the offense has really struggled to score points and really run the ball through the first half of the season. Uh, looks like... They're going to have an intern offensive coordinator. I'm not sure who that is yet. I have to look that up. Uh, real quick in fantasy news, Flacco. Joe Flacco has been ruled out against the Browns in Sunday's game. Mm. He has a herniated disc in his neck. With Flacco out, the Broncos are going to turn to uh, starting quarterback Brandon Allen. Yeah. They're supposed to activate Drew Locke from injured reserve, but he's not going to be ready to play. So Brandon Allen is going to be starting against the Browns this week. And the Eagles got some good news on some of their injured players. Running back Miles Sanders, who was injured in Sunday's game against the Bills, uh, his x-rays came back negative, so he's going to be okay. He's uh, basically week to week, but he should be all right to play. And also, it looks like Deshaun Jackson is expected back at practice, as well as running back Darren Sproles. I forgot about Darren Sproles. I figured he'd retire right now because he's like 39 years old, but he's still playing. Uh, the Cardinals have acquired running back Drake from the Dolphins, and he is activated. And as you can see, he's going to be playing a lot this Thursday night, from what I understand, because uh, they're down two running backs. Chase Edmonds and uh, David Johnson are both hurt. So it looks like he's going to be getting a lot of carries in his very first start with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, what else is going on as far as fantasy football? That's about it. It's been quiet. I'm real interested to see what happens with the trade, though, because... I'm looking around the NFL landscape, and there are some pieces that could be moved. For example, Melvin Gordon. I could, you know, the talk was talk him going to Detroit, but now I've seen that the Detroit Lions are thinking about trading Darius Slay, uh, their stud safety, which for me is surprising because he's a two-time Pro Bowler. He had eight interceptions in 2016. Uh, he's Still one of the better options in the defensive backfield. So the fact that the Lions are thinking about trading Darius Slade kind of surprises me. But the Buffalo Bills and the Detroit Lions, from what I'm hearing, are in the mix for Melvin Gordon. And you look at the Chargers right now, they're going nowhere. 
They've got Austin Eckler and Jackson in the backfield. They don't really need Melvin Gordon. And they look like they played better when he was sitting out than they are now with him on the roster. So I could definitely see Melvin Gordon going somewhere. Uh, what's up, Bill? What's going on? Nothing. Sorry, I'm late for the bashing of Jason Light. Oh, that's all right. I figure we'll do that in the next segment. We'll just sit here. Uh, I've got all my notes right here ready to go. But I tried. I really did try to yeah. defend him. I, and I just can't. I just can't. I, I'm with you. Uh, I'm, we'll go over all that in the next segment. Yep. Uh, this is the, how bad it got. I was. Did you mention the smartest trade of the trade deadline? By the way, just just while we while we mentioned Jason Light, was it uh, Emmanuel Sanders? Yes, I honestly <laughs> do. I think that was the smartest trade that we've seen so far. Well, and gotta, it's John Lynch, the guy who I wanted the Bucks mm-hmm. to hire four years ago. Well, the reason it makes so much sense is because he he can jump right into the system. He already knows yeah. Kyle Shanahan's system, working with him in Denver. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it just he, he, perfect fit. Yeah. yeah, that's just exactly what they need there is another smart wide receiver, really, to be honest with you. Yeah, the Giants, though, that trade with the Jets defensive tackle, that scares me a little bit. because What happened to the Giants? Uh, what they get? Leonard uh, what's his name? Leonard Williams. I didn't hear that. The defensive that tackle. When did that happen? Today? Uh, yesterday. Yeah, I missed that one. Yeah, there was a couple of trades that happened yesterday. <laughs> I heard, thought I heard most of them. I think I missed that one. Uh, yeah, I can break it all down for you here in a second. Uh, I don't know why my thing's not updating. <laughs> 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 all right, hold on. I got to pull up all my stuff, too. Since I'm just yeah, well, I figure it's going to be a very active trade deadline. Oh, the Redskins have said Trent Williams is now available. Uh, but Yeah, and for- I heard that the Patriots are really interested, but the Redskins have said no to that because they don't have a draft pick good enough for them to take for, to trade for. Well, first of all, it, Tampa, what I'm Tampa fans forget about it. He's not coming here. No. <laughs> right. And it would be a mistake to trade for him yes, right now. Yes, it would be a huge mistake. I really believe that. He's a win-now piece, yeah, and the Bucks are the not, Bucks are not win right now. now. No, and that's... That's what I'm trying to say with uh, all these Bucks fans. Uh, yeah, Leonard Williams got traded to the Giants. Okay. Yeah. Uh, big defensive lineman, defensive tackle. He's young, too. Uh, I'll be are... honest with you. I, as far as the Bucks go, I mean, well, we'll talk about the Bucks. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm just looking at the uh, trade deadline and the, the trade rumors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, but as far as the Bucks go, O.J. Howard is still on the market from what I'm hearing. Yeah, everybody, and that's the other thing too. Everybody told me I'm full of crap on on saying that he's on the market and, and that the Patriots didn't offer a trade for him, whatever, yada yada yada. Well, how come I'm hearing through the national media that teams are still trying to offer trades for OJ Howard, but the, but they're not offering nearly enough? All right, here's what I'm hearing: Robbie Anderson is on the market. I, he'd be a good fit for the Eagles if Deshaun Jackson isn't healthy because he's kind of a Deshaun Jackson clone. Yeah. Uh, so I can see the Jets trade him. AJ Green supposedly might be on the market. If, yeah, I heard he's the big name that's out there. But, I mean, one, he's hurt, and two, where is he really going to go? He's supposed to be healthy and ready to play by week He's going to go. If he goes anywhere, it's going to go to a contender. Mm-hmm. He's not going to get traded to yeah. some slouch team. Well, the Giants or the jo- Bengals, Bengals are horrible. <laughs> if Josh Gordon isn't traded, which I don't believe he will be. He's going to get cut. He's going to get cut, mm-hmm. and then somebody's going to pick him up. Now, I'm hearing Bucks fans out there saying, yeah, go after him. Why? Why would we need to go after another wide receiver? He's not going to end up in Tampa. That's crazy to say that. Yeah, I don't think so. That's crazy to say that. It doesn't make any sense. Are you going to get rid of Godwin or Evans? Because that's what you're going to have to do to bring in Josh Gordon. Those guys aren't going anywhere. Well, Well, after the year 2021. Well, right this season. Did you see the the rumors today? We had to dispel those. Don't even tell me. Mike Evans. Oh, yeah. That was a rumor this morning, and I started laughing. What is wrong Was it Mike Evans to the Eagles, I think is what I read? What is wrong with people? What What is? They just need something for people to talk about. You know, it's clickbait. That's what I call it. You know what that you know what that probably is? That's something Here's the thing about we'll get into that. You know, even though Tyler everybody's talking about Tyler Eifert and AJ Green, Mm -hmm. if you look at Mike Brown and the Bengals, historically Mm -hmm. they don't make trades. They hold on to everything they have. Yeah, I don't I don't don't think the Bengals are doing anything. I don't think I think if they would have, he'd already be gone. Oh yeah. 
I think if yeah. they were going to trade him, he'd already been gone. Yeah, with the Zach Taylor uh, era, you know, he would have been out with Marvin Lewis, and they would have accumulated draft picks and started from scratch that's, and rebuild this program. Instead, they I'm stuck saying. with Andy Dalton a year too long, two years too long, in my opinion. Because yeah. Andy Dalton's not coming back next year. He's another quarterback that's going to be on the market. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? I agree with you on you know? that. Gonna, I don't think he, yeah. Yeah, Dalton will be on the market he'll next year. Mariota's going to be on the market next year. Dalton will probably be a backup someone. He'll either be a backup or he'll be here in Tampa fighting for the starting job. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right about that. Yeah. But I always said Dalton is nothing but a Joe Flacco, and look at Flacco right now. He's he's, hey, he's on IR now. But, yeah, speaking of that, that's kind of funny how a um, couple days after he comes out and— Oh, trash talks Trash the talk the offensive coordinator mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah, basically the offensive coordinator and the play calling yeah. and the head coach for— not having any, you know what, guts. Yeah. Yep. Um. And then a day later, he's all put. He's put on IR with a neck injury. Ooh, mm-hmm. that that doesn't. He didn't have any signs of being injured after that yeah. press conference. He but, didn't say anything about being injured at that. But press this is conference. a good experiment. That's fishy to me. This is I'm a sorry. this is a good experiment for Tampa Bay and Bruce Arians to watch because if seeing how to me Brandon Allen ain't, ain't nothing but a Ryan Griffin to me. All right. So if they're starting Brandon Allen against the Browns, and if he has somewhat some success, then I think. They got to start questioning Jameis Winston's time as a starter and maybe going with a Ryan Griffin and see what they got with this kid because Jameis Winston's time as a Tampa Bay Buccaneers over. You know, yeah, <laughs> I'm but sorry. That's, that's, it's, it's I, I agree. Deal. I agree. You know how I feel. Yeah. I, agree I feel with like you the only reason every he, aspect. Yeah, of the only of reason the he's playing right now is because I feel like they don't feel like they have a capable quarterback on the bench behind him. You know, Blaine Gabbert was supposed to be that guy, but he got hurt. You, you know what? I'm gonna let's get into this right now. I think it's more than that. And, and, and this is after after everything. Letting everything soak in that Bruce Aarons tried to lay off on everybody and tried to have everybody buy into what he was saying because everything Bruce Aarons said on his press conference was bull crap. I, I, I said that yesterday. I'll say it again today. Everything that man said yesterday was bull crap. Okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. And now here it is. And, and this is my theory on this. Who drafted Jameis Winston? Jason Light. Okay. Who's Jason Light's boy? Who brought in? Who Bruce Aarons. Bruce Aarons. Who was brought in by him. <laughs> Yep. Okay. Now, why? Uh, and this happens quite a bit, where a guy who drafts a quarterback or drafts a player with the number one overall pick is his guy, and and he's just such a believer that his guy is right, is the right guy for the job, whatever reasoning there is. But whether that's an ego thing, mm-hmm. I think that's more what this is an ego thing. Oh, he's my number one pick. Yeah. I'm not gonna let my number one pick get get benched. Yeah. And that's how I feel Jason Light is. And I think Bruce Aarons is covering for him big time right now. And why I'm really, really kind of ticked. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Off at the moment. And, and if you listen to that press conference, everything he said was to protect Jameis. Every single thing he said in that press conference yesterday was to protect a quarterback who plays poorly every week. And the other players around him are thrown under the bus. So it, it, the only reasoning I could see for him doing this you make up a valid point with the Blake with with Griffin being Ryan Griffin as the backup and, and and whatnot, but I think it's more of a matter of ego. Jason Light's 
per se, mm-hmm. of it's my guy. We got to stick behind my guy. Where it's him and Aaron's talking about this, saying, "Hey, we gotta, we gotta get behind my guy. This is, you know, we can't let my guy go down like this. It'll make me look like a fool." Yeah, and I already look foolish with a, with everything else I've done in this organization. I I can't, I can't go down. He can't go down. You know, he's panicking right now almost. And I think that's why Aaron's is so uh, vigorous about his stance on Jameis Winston because he is obviously made, he's made it obviously clear that he stands with Winston and Light and against everyone else who feels Winston is a bum. And and like I said yesterday, if you saw the Tom Moore clip of him and Winston mm-hmm. sitting on the bench after that second. After he threw the ball into the defensive lineman, yeah, Tom Moore didn't say a word. wasn't saying he was just sitting there flapping his gum because <laughs> he knows that that guy next to him is worthless and unteachable. I agree, and I think that's what it right. comes, I think that's let's what that our, comes down. Let's to. Let's take our first break, and when we come back, I've got Jason Light's draft history. I've got Jason yeah. Light's trade history, and there's this fantastic article that was put out in the Tampa Bay Times. Uh, Back in April of last year, it's called, and, and they made a they made this thing. I posted it on Facebook. Did you see it? That was the article that that they that was very similar to what I wrote. Remember uh, what I wrote a couple years back? Remember yeah. that? But they have got a for, a formula for it. And, yeah. And, and, the, and the title of the article was called "Jason Light's Buccaneers Drafts Haven't Been Good and They're Getting Worse." Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was that was exactly. Well, what, yeah, well, it was very similar to what I wrote. Yeah. I'm not saying they copied me or anything. It was a great article yeah. that they wrote. Well, we're gonna I'm gonna take some of that article and use it in my argument (laughs) next on 1070 the zone where charlotte county comes to play where charlotte county comes to play and your home for the national football league palmer rolling right looking to the end zone running with it going towards the end zone diving for the pylon touchdown 1070 the zone Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the nationwide keyword CAR to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. That's CAR to 200-200. Our iHeartRadio Podcast Awards are back. The biggest night of the year in podcasting. This is awesome. January 17th at the iHeartRadio Theater in L.A. Over the past decade, podcasting has exploded. With almost 100 million Americans listening every month. I think we're in a very cool space. We want to recognize the amazing work podcasters are doing. We are storytellers. Listen for our award categories and special guest announcements. And find out how you can be a part of this year's awards. Coming soon. And check out hundreds of thousands of the best podcasts right in the palm of your hand on our iHeartRadio app. Don Gaskar, Charlotte County Ford, Bridgeview High School football this Friday night right here on 1070 The Zone. Hi, I'm Larry Timko. Join myself and Jeff Briscoe as we wrap up the regular season as the Port Charlotte Pirates travel to Naples to take on Palmetto Ridge. It's all brought to you in part by the captain's table. Hingman Marine, Zaxby's, Port Charlotte Honda Volkswagen, Harpoon Harry's, Jeff Briscoe, Attorney at Law, Lashley Crabhouse, and Don Gaskar, Charlotte County Ford. It's high school football this Friday night, and don't forget the game streams live online at 1070thezone.com. Hey guys, feeling run down, moody, or just feeling old? Could it be low T? Dr. James Derespino at the Center for Men's Health invites you to get the facts at C4MH.com. Then with the C4MH.com online express treatment program, you can have prepaid local lab orders within hours. Total cost, $45. Yes, low T labs and exam, $45. And guys, low T treatment at C4MH.com is safe, affordable, and convenient with 16 locations on Florida's West Coast. C4MH.com, the leaders in low T care. I'm attorney Jeff Briscoe. Wherever you are on life's journey, estate planning is critical. Consider consulting with an attorney to ensure you have the documents in place to protect you and your loved ones. 
The law office of Jeff Briscoe is dedicated to estate planning and probate law, located in Port Charlotte, serving all of Southwest Florida. House call appointments available, always free consultation. Call attorney Jeff Briscoe at 941-625-4189 or visit jeffbriscoe.com. Scott Graham here from Westwood One with a Thursday night football preview. Kevin Kugler and Matt Millen will call the Halloween night action as week nine begins with the San Francisco 49ers traveling to the Arizona desert to face the Cardinals. Led by one of the league's best defenses, the 7-0 49ers are one of just two still unbeaten teams. Join us and hear the NFL all season from Westwood One. Right here on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play, brought to you in part by DeSoto Auto Mall, where it's cheaper in the country. Saturday, the top of the SEC East on the line when Georgia takes on Florida. Hey, how are you folks? This is Jason Horowitz of Westwood One. Join Brandon Gordon and Al Groh live from Jacksonville for all the action. Can Kyle Trask and the Gators take control of the division? Or can the Bulldogs bite back and make it three straight over their rivals? Tune in to find out. Florida, Georgia. If it's NCAA football, it's right here. Right here on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Brought to you in part by DeSoto Auto Mall, where it's cheaper in the country. Chubby's Tavern voted the best wings in Port Charlotte. Come out Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays for 50-cent wings. Fridays are all-you-can-eat fish fry. And don't forget, every Wednesday is trivia night from 7 to 10 p.m. Chubby's Tavern has 22 TVs and the Mac Daddy 7-foot big screen TV. Great for watching any sport. Chubby's Tavern. It's not just good food, it's a great experience. In Port Charlotte, located on US 41, just south of Gardner. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. <laughs> I take a bit of a risk singing that song, but of course the one place I never take chances is the road, where Progressive Snapshot rewards your safe driving. A good driver plus snapshot equals big discounts. And speaking of math, one plus one equals two, little too late. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. The Tampa Bay Lightning gets set to take on the New York Rangers tonight at Madison Square Garden. This is the first of three meetings between these two teams and the only meeting in New York. The Lightning comes in with a record of 5-3-2. and two. That's good for 12 points through 10 games. The Rangers have 7 points through 9. One thing that has stood out over the last couple of games has been the team's 5-on-5 five five play. Assistant coach Derek Lalonde says they've really improved in that area. Limiting chances against. We've done a really good job with that. I believe that's what the only getting the one point the other night. We gave up four 5-on-5 five five chances against. And I don't know if we've done that since I've been here, um, which is disappointing. We worked hard that week. You saw the practices. There were... Uh, very high tempo, very high compete. Uh, we emphasize a lot of 505 and translated. Pre-game coverage on News Radio WFLA and Lightning Power Play begins at 7 o'clock with the puck dropping at 7.30. With your Lightning Report, I'm Greg Winelli. Where Charlotte County comes to play, 1070 The Zone. Welcome back to the Larry Timko Show on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Broadcasting from our Howard's Pool World Studios. Bill Siebert here in studio with me as we discuss why Jason Light is probably one of the worst general managers 
in, in football, if not in just sports in general, <laughs> even beating out Neil Huntington, who was let go by the Pittsburgh Pirates yesterday morning after we debated the fact that he should have lost his job a long time ago, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> just last week, I, I did a big thing. We did a big thing about that on the show. You know what it is? The owners of the Pittsburgh Pirates are here vacationing. They're snowbirds. <laughs> and they, they, heard have, the show. they heard the show, and they're like, man, we've got to fire Neil Huntington. All right. Hey, if they're listening, they can hire me, you know. Well, I'd help them out. If the Glazers are here in Boca Grande you know, vacationing, <laughs> Jason Light's got to go. <laughs> He's got to go, man. Yeah, he does. Uh, I was just breaking, like, some of these, okay, some of these trades crack me up. All right. Okay, here's one of the good ones you would think. All right. The Bucks trade for Pro Bowl guard Logan Mankins. They give up a fourth round pick and tight end Tim Wright to get him. Mankins played his final two NFL seasons for the Bucks and made a Pro Bowl. Wright had six touchdowns for the Patriots, then was waived and claimed by the Buccaneers, who then traded him again to the Lions for kicker Kyle Brinza, who was cut after a rough month as a Bucks kicker. You know what that fourth-round pick was with the Patriots? You know uh, who they got? Uh, I can't remember. They took Trey Flowers, who had seven sacks for the Patriots in 2016, plus two-and-a-half sacks in their Super mm. Bowl win against the Falcons. That was the yeah. fourth round pick. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? This everything just—it's it, bad. It's and that's, bad. The, that's what the Patriots but, do. This, too, here's man. a crazy one. All right, Buccaneers give up a future fifth rounder and a 2014 mm-hmm. seventh rounder to the Bills to get the 149th pick and take offensive lineman Kevin Pamphily. Uh-huh. Kevin emerged as a starter in his third year, and he looked like one of Jason Light's best late round picks. Uh, late identified him as a prospect and dealed up with him, gave him some urgency. Bucks had just taken an offensive lineman. With the 133, 143 pick in Kadeem Edwards. Kadeem Edwards never played a snap. All right. That seventh rounder was a linebacker, Randall Johnson, who had seven career tackles and is no longer with the Bills. The 2015 fifth Tampa, the pick in Tampa gave up to get Kevin Pamphilly, got traded. The Bills got quarterback Matt Castle, who they dealt to the Cowboys for a 2017 fifth round pick, and dealing that pick to the Vikings. Minnesota traded it to Atlanta who dropped down nine spots and got wide receiver Stefan Diggs at 146. The Falcons used that pick and got defensive tackle Grady, Grady Jarrett, who's basically a well one of the few good Falcon defensive players. Mm-hmm. You know? what, what so year essentially, was that? That was two, uh, this was the trade that got Kevin Pamphilly, so 2014 to 2015. So essentially, four yeah. NFL teams got good value out of one pick, and that yeah. was that, that pick that they traded the Bills to Kevin Pamphilly. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at like some of these drafts or some of these trades are just horrible and then when i even get to the trades oh my god or the draft and mm-hmm. jason lights five season as a buccaneers general manager the team had a 27 and 53 record not counting this season only the jaguars 49ers browns have had worse records all right mm-hmm. so you figure after a 27 and 53 record you would fire the guy mm-hmm. but instead they Glazers give him a five-year deal and, and let that, him go out and get a handpick as head coach again. And, and, so they bring in Bruce Arians. And the right move should have been to fire him and hire John Lynch, yes. correct? Yes. Or, it's like, well, John Lynch was already about, gone. If you hire John, but yeah, but before I'm talking before John Lynch even I'm talking even before yeah. before John Lynch got but hired. This is great, Francisco, though. The Tampa Bay Times built this database of every draft pick from the past five years, and they compared the value of the players the Bucks picked to the value of the players other teams picked. And because the Bucks, by virtue of their poor regular season finishes, often pick earlier in the draft, mm-hmm. you would think that they would land more high-performing players. Yeah. The numbers, however, show that's not the case. It shows that Jason Light's draft record is horrible, and it's getting worse. Yeah. Overall, out of 32 teams, they, they rank 21st, and they're trending downwards. You know, five seasons, 21st. You know, uh, it, it tells you how they got the ranking and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to get into all that. But it, it just it, the charts are crack me up, and then it shows it shows you where it, you know they're, they're actually where their best and their worst was. 
Uh, in 2015, it seemed that the Bucks were starting to turn. You know, Jameis Winston inspired hope, setting a new single-team record in passing yards and touchdowns and ratings by a rookie. They got Quan Alexander. He had a breakout performance against the Falcons. They uh, added Donovan Smith and Ali Marpet, two starters to that offensive line. That looked like, at the time, probably one of the best drafts of Jason Light's career, mm-hmm. you know? And then it collapsed. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. It's just crazy. because uh, he tur- What happened was it, he, it defense. Jason Light cannot draft defense. He drafts people that don't fit his team's defensive schemes. Uh, according to this, his first pick was cornerback Vernon Hargraves, who excelled in press coverage while at Florida, but the Bucks asked him to play several yards off the line of scrimmage. His second pick, edge rusher Noah Spence, is better suited, in Jason Light's words, to play a stand-up linebacker in a 3-4 defense but the Bucs use them in a hand-in-the-ground situation in a 4-3 defense You know when they were using them before they switched to a 3-4, and they, but they let them go. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just weird. You know, and I'm just, just I'm, I'm enjoying listening to you because you're making great points. I, I don't even have to say right, anything. You know, you're making my case for me. So Okay, yeah, after checking cornerback and defensive off of his list, Jason Light traded his 74th and 106 picks to trade up to the 59th pick, which he used on kicker Roberto Aguayo. <laughs> <laughs> And now, what year? What year was this again? So we're uh, two years ago. Yeah, yeah, that was 2017, right? Yeah, the two says 2016 class was a devastating setback from which the organization has yet to recover. Over the past three drafts, no team has fallen short of its expected AV by a greater margin, and that includes contributions from OJ Howard and Chris Godwin. <laughs> you know, they said it's too early to write off the 2018 class, but Vita Vea, Ronald Jones, MJ Stewart, and Carlton Davis. But it's not looking good. <laughs> They're not inspiring a lot of confidence. <laughs> so, and when you look at the, it, it tells you what the value, the gain, and value lost. Like 2014, Mike. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Evans, great pick. Austin Safarian Jenkins would have been a great pick if he would have kept his head on straight. He could have developed to a pretty good tight end. He showed flashes of it when he stays healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles Sims, no longer on the roster, right? He was a third down back. Mm-hmm. Kadeem Edwards, who I told you didn't make it. Uh, Kevin Pamphily, is he still around mm-hmm. on the offensive line? And Robert Heron. Uh, they said they lost negative 4.3%. And then 2015, that was their best draft. Jameis Winston, Donovan Smith, Ali Marpet, Quan was Alexander. It? Well, by... For him, that was his best draft because all those guys transitioned into starters. Even though they're terrible starters, at least they're starting, you know, and they're on the roster still. But Kenny Bell's not, Kalen Clay's not, Joey Isafa's not, Quan Alexander's not. So basically, you got two start, you got two offensive linemen and your quarterback for five mm-hmm. years out of that draft. In 2016, Vernon Hargraves, who we probably won't be on the roster next and, year. And here's another thing too: instead of Vernon Hargraves, and mm-hmm. I was screaming for the Bucks to draft him. Mm-hmm. And they passed. Yeah. And if they draft this guy, there's no then that's one of the problems solved. Mm-hmm. Laramie Tunsil. But according to they this, passed check on this Laramie out. Tunsil. Just remember that right. to draft Vernon Hargreaves. They also passed on Sheldon Rankins as mm-hmm. well. This is how bad their 2016 draft was. Their expect where their draft position was. Their expected value was at 59. Mm-hmm. The average was 35. They were negative 40.7 in value gained or lost. Negative 40.7. Vernon Hargraves, they're considered a bust. Noah Spence, no longer on the roster. Roberto Guayo, bust. Ryan Smith, <laughs> he four, coming so off a four-year suspension. Caleb Benock, 
or Beninock, mm, the offensive yeah, lineman. Devontae Bond. Bust. And Dan Vitale. Bust. All right. And then in 2017, O.J. Howard. Bust. Justin Evans. Bust. Chris Godwin. He's probably the only good star. Pick. Yeah. Uh, Kendall Beckwith. Jeremy, um, Jeremy, Jeremy McNichols and Stevie. Yeah, Tui Vuka. Yeah, yeah. Him. Yeah, bust, bust. Yeah. yeah, all bust except for Godwin. Godwin. And Godwin was an obvious mm-hmm. pick, too. If I remember that correctly, I, I, I'm sorry, excuse me. Mm-hmm. I remember that precisely, and mm-hmm. I was screaming at him. If he doesn't draft Godwin, I was going to jump through yeah. the TV and punch him in the face. But, so he, I was but you look at his screaming. five years of draft. Right, 2014, negative 4.3. Yep. And in 2015, they said he gained a plus 52.9 because of the three starters. Mm-hmm. All right, but then he's never negative 40.7, negative 9.4 in 2017 in the Vita Vea draft. Ronald mm-hmm. Jones, MJ Stewart, Carlton Davis, Alex Kappa, Jordan Whitehead, Justin Watson, Jack Sitchie. They give him a total of a negative forty-five point eight out of that draft. Well, yeah, I mean, it was that was uh, negative that was last year, 2018's draft, right? No, oh, yeah, that was the 2018 uh, yeah, hold on draft. One second, and and here's the thing on that one. Can't rate the 2019. Yet. Is you draft Vita Vey, the Bucks? If you if I remember correctly, that we traded down too. Isn't that correct? Uh, I believe you did. I believe we traded down in that pick. I believe we had like. I can tell you in a second. I can't remember where we were picking, but I wish I knew originally where we were picking. I can't. Oh remember. wow, 2016, terrible. What, where were we originally picking? All right, in 2016, check this out. Dude, I can't remember where the Bucks pick held the number nine pick in the draft, number but, nine. but were willing to trade down two spots to the Bears, taking the number eleven spot and picking up a fourth round pick, which and, was the 106th overall pick. And I'll be honest with you, Larry, mm-hmm. I remember now. I remember exactly what happened when mm-hmm. now that you say number nine, and I was extremely upset that the Bucks traded down to twelve because I was screaming for them to take McGlinchey at nine. It was the San Francisco 49ers who they traded with, the Niners that jumped up to nine and took McGlinchey. And it was the Niners. It's now the Niners that have the good tackle. They traded to the Bears. Or with the Bears. But then the— then I thought the Bears, the Bears take Trubisky with that pick? No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. They traded with the Bears at eight. No, they, they had the number nine pick in the draft, but and they traded down two spots to 11. Well, oh, they traded down. Yeah, they traded down to 11. Well, the— and nine, They, picked, the they traded down to 11 and got a fourth round pick. The Bears had Roquan Smith at eight. And then the McGlinchey went to the Niners yeah. at nine. The Bucks took Vernon Hargraves, who many had pegged them to take at number oh, nine. Oh, no, no. That's the year before. Yeah. That's the year before. That's I'm talking about Vita Vey. We're talking about two different years. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about 2016. No, 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 no. 2017. Or yeah. 2018. La- uh, last year's draft is what I was talking about. Yeah. I'm sorry. So you're talking about 2016. All right, let's go back to right. that then. Well, I'm sorry. in 2016. I, I was on a different draft. I thought you were talking about 2018 because you said Vita Vey. All right, so the Bucs, what they did, they took that extra pick they acquired in the Hargraves deal, the 106 pick overall, and packaged that with their third-round pick to move up to number 59 to draft the kicker, Roberto Aguayo. Right, yeah, in the second round. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep exactly. And then the, the 74th pick, that the, let's see, so wait a minute, let's see, blah, blah, blah. That 74th pick went, ended up going to the Chiefs, and they and, took uh, cornerback Kavari Russell. And like I said, that was the year the Bucks drafted Hargreaves in the first round, and I was upset they didn't draft Tunsil. Oh. And if they draft Tunsil right then and there, that takes care of the left tackle position, period. Yeah. Yeah. Exclamation point. I'm just, oh, this is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> there's so many mistakes that Jason Light has made yeah. in the draft. It's just... It's, he, he, I, <sighs> Is it? I think Jason Light and the entire scouting department. Needs and to go. I'm not even going to mention the, the one that's that kills me. Which one? I don't want to mention it because I talk about it all the time. Oh, the Dalvin Cook yeah, thing. That yeah, kills that's me. trash. That just yeah. kills me. That's not a that, trade though. That was no. Yeah. That's what I'm saying a, though. His how he draft, can evaluate talent. But his draft picks, everything. It's everything he does. Mm-hmm. He might bring in an occasional free agent mm-hmm. who got cut from another team because they couldn't afford to pay him and whatnot. 
Yep. And he might do that every now and then, but that's not like going out and getting talent. That's that's not that's not what I'm talking. That's not drafting. That's not making trades because all of his trades and all of his draft picks seem to really stink. Yep. And just look at his what's his winning percentage with all this mess. Oh, it's it's horrible. What I say? It's worse than any Buccaneers GM since Rich McKay. Rich McKay was fifty two percent. Um, and I remember it precisely. And then the next GM was Bruce Allen. His winning percentage was 48%. So going in right now, as right now, he's 29 and 58. 29 and 58. Well, I got his exact as a general manager. His uh, Mark Dominic was the GM after Bruce Allen. Remember, I said, uh, uh, McKay 52%, Allen 48%. Um, Mark Dominic was at 35%. And now, you know what Jason Light's winning percentage is? Like 38? 33%. 33. (laughs) Worse than Mark Dominic's winning percentage. Let that sink in. After five years, and that that, that gives you a five year extension. Yeah. Let that sink in. Yeah, that's what his, I. That, his, that doesn't if make any sense. If we let him go another five years, his winning percentage is going to be like fifteen percent. Yeah, it's worse than mediocrity. <laughs> it's just garbage. It's worse than the worse than the old yuck days. Buddy. Yeah, I'm telling you, I don't know, man. But uh, if I'm Tampa Bay, I'm blowing this whole thing up and starting from scratch, and you know, from the yep. top, from the top down. I'm telling you right now, if I'm the Bucks, and, and this we got is me, seconds. and this is, everybody knows what I'm going to say here, mm. I fire. Everybody, every executive, my GM, everyone in that organization, I hired Derek Brooks, and we start over. Yeah. Well, the NFL trade deadline is at 4 o'clock today, and I'll tell you, this is how we fix the Bucks. I'll tell you how in about eight seconds. What we're going to do is we're going to take our final break and our West one NFL update, and we'll come back and we'll talk NFL trade deadline on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. I'm Colleen Wolf with NFL Network now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Dolphins Steelers on Monday night had Miami looking for its first win of the year versus the two and four Steelers, but it wasn't meant to be. Mason Rudolph threw for two touchdowns and a pick. Juju Smith-Schuster had 103 receiving yards and a touchdown, and James Conner ran for 145 and a touchdown as the Steelers win 27-24. With the trade deadline set to expire at 4 p.m. Eastern today, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport says the Redskins are open to trading left tackle Trent Williams. Tom Pelissero adds that Washington is saying it has a second-round pick on the table, meaning D.C. is likely holding out for a first-round offer. And despite a Week 8 win versus the Bears, the Los Angeles Chargers announced Monday that Ken Wisenhunt has been relieved of his duties as offensive coordinator. Quarterbacks coach Shane Steichen will take over the calling for the time being. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Right now, the Home Depot makes replacing your old carpet easy. With more styles and colors to choose from, there's no better time to buy. With free installation on any carpet purchase of $499 or more. All by licensed local pros. Backed for life. Today is the day for doing and saving with free carpet installation. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. For a limited time, $4.99 minimum purchase required. Typically $6.99. For license information, visit homedepot.com slash license numbers. Valid through November 6, 2019. 
where Charlotte County comes to play and your home for Orlando Magic Basketball. Isaac blocked the shot. How about that block shot? Contavious Coldwell Pope trying to make a poster out of Isaac. Good luck, partner. 1070 The Zone. Oh, a local show promo. Have you heard the Larry Timko show? I told you back in the preseason, the Cleveland Browns are severely overrated. They're a hodgepodge of egos between Baker, Mayfield, Odell Beckham Jr., Miles Garrett in the, in the preseason proclaiming himself as the NFL Defensive Player of the Year. You need good coaching, a strong coach, to manage all those egos, and they just don't have that in Cleveland. Weekdays at noon on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Okay, time to get back on track. Join Mark Patrick Hypnosis Saturday, November 2nd at Sleep In and Suites, Port Charlotte. Weight loss seminar, 11 a.m. Stop smoking, 2 p.m. That's right, in only two hours, destroy your cravings, 100% guaranteed, only $49.99. Registration at the door 30 minutes before. Sunday morning, an AFC South battle from across the pond with the Jacksonville Jaguars take on the Houston Texans. Hi, this is Ryan Radke of Westwood One. Derek Rackley and I will have all the action from London's historic Wembley Stadium. Join us for what should be an offensive showdown with Deshaun Watson of the Texans hoping to outscore the Jaguars, led by Gardner Minshew and Leonard Fournette. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Right here on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play, brought to you in part by DeSoto Auto Mall, where it's cheaper in the country. Tune in this Friday night, right here on 1070 The Zone, 515 for the Coach's Corner with Jordan Ingman. Join me, Jeff Briscoe, as we sit down with Coach Ingman and preview Port Charlotte Pirates football, take a look at the team, and preview Friday night's game. That's the Coach's Quarter with Jordan Ingman, proudly sponsored by Ingman Marine, right in Port Charlotte, supporting your Pirates. Coach's Corner Friday at 515 here on 1070 The Zone. With today's Magic Minute, I'm Dennis Newman. Carrying the title of NBA champions and wearing the rings to prove it, you figured you might get a battle from the Toronto Raptors last night in Canada, and the Magic sure enough did. In a defensive battle between two long athletic basketball teams, the Raptors survived, stepping by Orlando 104-95, overshadowing a terrific individual performance from the Magic's Jonathan Isaac. Knocking down five of seven three-point shots, the third-year pro out of Florida State had a career-high 24 points, also had seven rebounds and two block shots. Team shooting, though, was again the culprit for the Magic in this one. Despite holding the Raptors to 38% shooting, the Magic could only muster 38% themselves, and though taking the lead 91-90 with 3.46 to go, couldn't hold on for the win. So one and two the record through three. Next up, New York at the Amway Center. Wednesday night, we'll look for you right here on the radio. With today's Magic Minute, I'm Dennis Newman. The Florida International Air Show is this weekend, so get your tickets online now. Don't miss this year's visit from the famous United States Air Force Thunderbirds. Visit FloridaAirShow.com for all the details. The Florida International Air Show, this weekend at the Punta Gorda Airport. Last night, the Miami Dolphins played Monday Night Football against the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh, and the Dolphins got out to a 14-0 lead before the Steelers stormed back to steal the win. They won by a final score of 27-14, and the Dolphins... 
Dolphins are now 0-7 and remain winless on the season. In the loss, Ryan Fitzpatrick passed for 190 yards. He had two touchdowns, but two interceptions as well, and both of them were to Steelers safety Minka Fitzpatrick, who was traded from Miami to Pittsburgh last month. Up next for the Dolphins, they will take on the New York Jets next Sunday. Miami swept the Jets last season. The Vancouver Canucks beat the Florida Panthers 7-2 last night. The Canucks scored five times in the first period to get the win. JT Miller had two of those goals. Up next for the Panthers, they are at the Colorado Avalanche on Wednesday night. The Toronto Raptors played last night against the Orlando Magic, and Kyle Lowry scored 10 of his 26 points in the fourth quarter to lead the Raptors to a win over the Orlando Magic 104-95. to Jonathan Isaac did have a career-high 24 points in the loss. Markel Fultz had 13 for the Magic. They have now lost two straight games. Up next for the Magic, they will host the New York Knicks on Wednesday. The Miami Heat are back in action tonight. They are at home taking on the Atlanta Hawks. Tip-off is at 7.30. The Tampa Bay Lightning are on the road tonight taking on the New York Rangers. That tip-off is at 7.30 as well. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, tonight, World Series Game 6 action as the Houston Astros look to close out the best of seven series against the Washington Nationals. Houston came back from an 0-2 deficit in the series. They now lead three games to two. First pitch tonight, Nationals at Houston is at 8.07. That's your Florida Sports. I'm Aaron Jacobson. The Tampa Bay Lightning gets set to take on the New York Rangers tonight at Madison Square Garden. This is the first of three meetings between these two teams and the only meeting in New York. The Lightning comes in with a record of 5-3-2. and two. That's good for 12 points through 10 games. The Rangers have seven points through nine. One thing that has stood out over the last couple of games has been the team's five-on-five play. Assistant coach Derek Lalon says they've really improved in that area. Limiting chances against. We've done a really good job with that. I believe that's what the only getting the one point the other night. We gave up four five-on-five chances against. And I don't know if we've done that since I've been here, um, which is disappointing. We worked hard that week. You saw the practices. There were... Uh, very high tempo, very high compete. Uh, we emphasize a lot of 505 and translated. Pre-game coverage on News Radio WFLA and Lightning Power Play begins at 7 o'clock with the puck dropping at 7.30. With your Lightning Report, I'm Greg Winelli. Where Charlotte County comes to play, 1070 The Zone. Welcome back to the Larry Timko Show on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Tampa Bay Lightning back in action tonight right here on 1070 The Zone. Uh, don't forget those hockey games stream live on your apps, too. Uh, 1070thezone.com or on your iHeartRadio app. And i got to fix the log because i got pregame starting at 6.30, not 7. Yeah, and, and i got to say this. Uh, yeah. i got to fix it. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get that fixed. Yep. Anyway. Um, and i got to say this, too, about add this in about where we're talking about Jason Light. You, you said something that kind of clicked, and it kind of it kind of made me think. I'm like, wow, you know, it makes my point even more about the ego part of him and Jameis Winston. Maybe it's the same thing like I keep saying. They refuse to fix the running game. Mm-hmm. Like you said, he drafted Ronald Jones, so in his mind... He's fixed it. He's fixed it. Yeah. But Ronald Jones isn't the answer, and we all know this. I, I uh, See, the thing is, is I, I see Jason... Just like him re-signing Donovan Smith Thanks. and... and, and 
uh, DeMar Dodson. Mm-hmm. He's this, fixed the offensive line. Right. No, he hasn't. That's the problem with Jason Light. I see his vision. Right. Mm-hmm. The problem is his vision hasn't worked out to the way he wanted it to be, and but in his ego, it's fixed. You're like, okay, I, I see what he's saying. I want that thunder and lightning running back combo. Yeah. All right, so I got I got Barber, I got Ronald Jones, man. There's my lightning. There's my thunder. I'm good to go. But mm-hmm. that, but they're well, not really lightning you're, you're, and thunder. Your lightning and thunder is averaging 2.8 yards a carry. <laughs> more like a firecracker and a dud, right? Yeah, basically. Instead of lightning and thunder, it's yeah. more like a firecracker and a dud. Exactly. What do we call those whippersnappers? Yeah, whippersnapper <laughs> yeah. and a firecracker. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, that's know. basically, but it's true, though. It's absolutely right. true. I've got and these, I think that, yeah. that kind of... I think that kind of think we kind of hit it. And here's the thing, you know, I got these two stud wide receivers on the outside. All I need is my quarterback some time so he can get him the football. Problem is my offensive line is terrible. So how do I fix the problem? I'll just throw money at it. They'll get better if I pay them more money, right? That's not how it works. They have no talent. You don't pay these guys more money. They don't have the talent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's paying, I agree. you know, it's like, "Hey, I drafted you." You know, obviously, if I drafted you, you're good. Yeah. So, you know what? Oh, your contract's up. Let me extend that contract and get, let me, or I'll franchise tag you. Instead, Donovan Smith gets a six-year extension. This guy is a backup on most teams. And <laughs> you know what, Larry? Let me just say this, too. And and I apply this to my everyday life. He can't life. even run block anymore. That's what drives me nuts. At least he could have run blocked decently. Did you watch that game? He was ter- The run blocking is terrible. Oh, I, I agree. I, I agree. I completely agree. Gotta, you know how I feel yeah. now. Now, let me say this, and this is on the Jason Light thing, ego thing and whatnot. This is something I try and apply to my daily life on how I kind of live with myself in a a sense. Is I try to judge myself to say, hey, you know what? You're not always right. You know, yeah, yeah, sometimes you'll make the right decision. Sometimes you won't. You know, and how do you get better at making? You can't always say, "Well, yeah, I always make the right decision on this. I always made it." You, you're not always right. Nobody is perfect in this world. Nobody is always. Right. But to him, it seems like he's always right about everything. And I think if you don't, you don't like. For example, Bill Belichick. When Bill, you don't see Bill Belichick coming out in the media and throwing his wide receivers and everybody under the bus. Mm-hmm. You don't. Not unless it's deserving. Not unless they actually deserve it. No, this is what he does. He takes full blame, and but he cuts that guy the next day. <laughs> exactly. But that's how. But that's my point, though. There's a different way of handling things than the way things are being handled in Tampa. Oh, yeah. And there's a different way of it's a different culture, here. different way of looking at yourself as a person, and so to speak, and as a, a, a not even as a person, but just as a businessman, as a general manager, doing your job. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. You know, I, that's the way I kind of just ju- I judge myself in that kind of way, and I think it just makes me an overall better worker, overall better ev- at everything I do. Well, overall, especially at playing poker, it, it extremely makes me a better poker player by being able. It just last night there was so many things I was looking at with my poker game and whatnot. On why, yeah, you know, I need to do this better. I need to do that better. I need to, you know, how right. do I improve on this? You know, I, I judge myself. I, I'm not. Like, okay, yeah, I always make the right decision. And that's why almost like Jason Light, how he is. Well, let's look at this organization real quick. I mean, okay, first of all, okay, they tried the general approach. You know, mm-hmm. they brought in the Gestapo with Greg Shiano, and, and that, yeah. that was a mess. That didn't work. All right, so you bring in a mild-mannered Raheem Morris. They walked all over him. That didn't that, work. That, wasn't that Mark Dominic? Well, that, well I'm just going was, through the history. But yeah, you know, go, yeah, I, I, just, you. You know I, I just want to let what, everybody what, know where what, we're at. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to establish the culture here right. in Tampa Bay. And I'm just letting everybody know where we're at <laughs> you know? as far as that goes. And ever too. since Gruden left, the yeah. culture here has been lackadaisical. It's been almost like this is where you come to go on vacation. You know, you come to retire. Hey, Logan Mankins. I'll, yeah, hey, I'll take two years here and then I'll retire. You know, <laughs> buy a house here. You know, that's, the, that's kind of the approach here in Tampa. You know, it just it doesn't feel like. It doesn't feel like it's a football operation down here. And it's more, I think it's more than when Gruden left. I think it was when 
guys like Lynch, Barber, Brooks, Sapp, mm-hmm. when all their times were done, mm-hmm. that's when it was like, whoa, you know, that really hit that hit me big time. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a dead spot there because the Bucks could not fill that void with the players on the field. No. They were as good as them, not even close. So, and I think it's taken so much time for them just to even get back to it that now they've lost track. Mm-hmm. And now it's drifted completely so far off. The Glazers are so much involved with Manchester United and everything across the sea. They don't really care what goes on over here as long as they're making money. And I think that's the biggest fault that the Bucks have mm-hmm. is that they don't have an owner that cares about this football team. And I think if they had an owner that cared about this football team, Jason Light would have been gone four or five years ago, and John Lynch would have been your GM right now. And well, we'd, be, and I, we'd I, be the ones going he's only to the playoffs. Been, he's been on the job for five years, so <laughs> I don't think he'd be gone four or five years, but I, don't, I know I for don't a fact. I don't think he even would have been hired. He won, if, we he had definitely a, if, we, if we had a GM that, or an owner that cared about this team, I don't think Jason Light's ever hired. He definitely wouldn't have got that extension. You know, there's so many fireable ex- offenses from trading up for Roberto Aguayo to, you know, the bust that Ronald Jones is. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not ready to label him a complete bust yet because he is averaging no. almost three yards a carry now, which is better than he did last better year. Than he did. It's a, he's been <laughs> he's improved. He's improved. He's improved. You know? I will say that. I've said that on this you show, know? too, that he has improved. By year four, he should be a pretty productive back. Still not. He's still not better than Kerryon Johnson. Well, Kerryon Johnson's on IR, so I think he is at this point. <laughs> at this moment, he is. <laughs> Well, you know how I feel about injuries. Yeah, well, they don't necessarily could not necessarily could happen. Just like everybody pointed that out when I said about Dalvin Cook, and I'm like, well, that, that just because Dalvin Cook got dra- if he would have got drafted here, doesn't mean he would have got hurt. Mm-hmm. Just saying, it's, it's that kind of it's a All situational, right. especially that injury. But if I'm Jason Light right now, I'm yeah, looking I'm looking at the deadline here, which is coming up in three hours and ten minutes. Yeah. All right, you know if I get in the way I'm looking at it right now. I'm not having it. I'm looking at the future, and my crystal ball says Jameis Winston is not going to be on this team next year. Mm-hmm. My crystal ball says I need to draft a quarterback. I need to fix this <coughs> offensive line. If I fix this offensive line, that can establish a decent running game. That keeps my defense off the field a little bit. You know, and that's the, my Achilles heel, too, is the defense is on the field way too much because Jameis Winston turns the ball way too much, and there's so many darn three and outs on this team. It's ridiculous. And it's, you mentioned you about, can't establish a ground game. You mentioned about turning the ball over, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, he not only turns it over too much – Turns it over in the worst spots. I know. I mean, he gives them always great (laughs) field position and puts their offense in a position to score. Mm -hmm. Look at Tannehill. He had two touchdowns, and I don't even think he had 100 Mm -hmm. yards passing at that time. Seriously. Yep. And uh, you think with 35 coaches on the staff, one of these guys can coach an offensive line. But that's the first, that's number two on my list is I'm going out this offseason. I'm trying to put together the best offensive line staff I can to teach these guys how to run block and how to pass protect, you know, and that's what I'm doing. If I can get OJ Howard back, then I can trade him for a, a young offensive lineman who I think has got four years of control. I'm making that move. I don't even care about draft picks. I'm looking at young depth moves right now that these guys that I can groom. Because right now I'm rebuilding. This is not a win-now team. It's not going to be a win-now team next year either because you're going to have a rookie quarterback. And I agree with everything you say there. Protect the rookie quarterback. I just I think it's beyond fixable on that offensive line with with that with that group. And I'm not going to say all of them. Then you're going to take the cap hit. You have to take a cap hit because you're releasing the three big ones that hurt Mm -hmm. are Smith, Dotson, and Jensen. I think those three are the worst. Mm-hmm. I think Marpet is fixable. Well, here's the thing. And, and even, even he's a question mark, in my opinion. Here's the thing, all right? 
Here's the thing. There's a lot of bad offensive line in the NFL right now. I've, we've seen it week in and week out. The Rams have got issues. The Bears have had issues. Mm-hmm. You know, there's teams that there's teams out there. The reason why Donovan Smith got that six-year deal because in Jason Light's mind, he was going to get a bigger deal elsewhere in free agency. He feels like he got a bargain. Well, looking at the tape, it's not a bargain. This guy's garbage. Yeah. So if you really think you could yeah. swindle a team, maybe we can get a third or fourth round pick. For Donovan Smith, I would take that in a heartbeat and just plug in some guy there because, like I said, Jason, as far as Jameis Winston's concerned, he can get hit 80 times this year because he's not coming back next year. You know? I just, I don't think, I know what you're saying, and I agree with you. I, if, if there was ever a chance the Bucks could do that, I would I would be all, who favor, can we all swindle? in favor of it. But, <laughs> that's how I'm looking at it right now. Who but, can we swindle? But that's the thing. Who, you're saying that's, that's what you say is who can we swindle, mm-hmm. and I don't think we can swindle. I think the book is out on Donovan Smith that everybody knows Jason he's Pierre not Paul. very good and he's overpaid. Jason Pierre-Paul is not going to be back next year. He renegotiated his contract where he's going to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. We're not going to the playoffs next year. I don't know why we don't year. trade him. Why don't we trade him? Get something for him. Everybody I don't know. He needs proved everybody he can play yesterday. Rush. He proved he can exactly. play on Sunday. He came back at just the right time. There's, a team that, there's teams out there that are push, making a playoff push that could use exactly. a defensive lineman like him. Exactly. I'm not saying you're going to get a first rounder for a him, but I bet you can get a second or third rounder for him, even mm-hmm. for a rental. You know, get, yeah. you know. Uh, you know, teams. Uh, the Bucks. The the Buck talk is. Oh, we want Melvin Gordon here to establish the running game. You don't want Melvin Gordon here. No, and, that would be a waste. He's we a waste. Him. Yeah. You know, no, and plus yeah, he's a rental. We want a running back, but not him. Yeah. You, if you and want a running back, that's not the running back we want. You go for a young guy with years. We of don't control. want a guy coming off of injuries and ha- with injury problems and injury plague. No. And, and Adrian Peterson's not and, on the market here. You don't want. And we want to run. You want young running backs. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do. You don't want to get a guy who's too old. And I think Melvin Gordon might be approaching that age. Yeah. And I don't want nothing to do with him. Yeah, Trent Williams is not a guy that's coming to Tampa. He's a veteran. Right He's a fit. win now. I can see him going to a team like Houston. Yeah. I can see him going to a team like Chicago, a Especially team that's in the Houston. running. Houston's you know? been Houston's been done doing everything. Uh, He's doing everything. Uh, who's the head coach, GM there? Uh, 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 I don't know who the G. I forgot. He's the same head. the head coach. Oh, Bill O'Brien. The, yeah, O'Brien. Uh, he, yeah, oh O'Brien's, yeah, that's right. Because they haven't hired yeah, a general O'Brien's manager. O'Brien's doing everything he can because he's running the whole show yeah. there. So I mean, that's why he went out, and got Tunsil and all those guys. And, and Drake I actually, and, I like and Kenny Sills. And that, that, Sills, I said Drake. Drake yeah. went to Arizona. Yeah, but I like and I, that trade. And speaking of Drake going to Arizona, that's a smart trade, Arizona, because they were down to one running back after Chase Edmonds went down. So David Johnson got hurt. Chase Edmonds got hurt. He's getting all the carries this week. Yeah, they were down to just yeah. their one last running back. So now the, now they have Kenyon Drake, so they yeah. got two running backs there now. Right? And, and it's a short week with one yeah. running back. That's but, Drake's really like gonna, but Drake didn't play again with Miami this week, so Drake's going to have like a whole week off. I expect him that he could have a good game again, but I don't know. they got to play San Francisco. Exactly. And that's why I say no. <laughs> yeah. I, he probably won't play much that game, to be honest with you. I didn't come back the week after, really. Uh, yeah, He's still going to learn the offense. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get some plays. That's a different offense. He's gonna have to. Yeah, they'll probably get him in there with a couple yeah. plays. I'm sure. Well, congratulations once again to Maple Leaf Jim. He was our Chubby's Pro Football Pick'em Challenge winner this week. He went undefeated, just like I did. I wish one but of you he beat guys me in the points. Fan, would have been Fanduel and won ten thousand. I know. I'm gonna play this week now that you told me about it. Unbelievable. I know. It's gonna, it's a rough. It's a tough week this week. We'll make our picks starting tomorrow in the one in the Thursday night game and the one o'clock games. The Thursday night game is gonna be easy. Come on. No one's going to take Arizona over San Francisco, right? Yeah, I'm In not. prime time? But I'm the Dolphins, you, I'll tell you right Dolphins now. Dolphins look good in the first quarter last I've, night. <laughs> I've, already, I've already picked San Francisco. Right. Already. All right, Tampa Bay Lightning back in action tonight. Pre-game at 7. The puck drops at 7.30. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about either the World Series winner or a potential Game 7 as Verlander plays Granke tonight in a pitching matchup. Strasburg. Or, or Strasburg. Granke and Strasburg. Right. No, but yeah, Grinky and Strasburg. Wait, tonight? It's Verlander Strasburg. Verlander Strasburg, yeah.
Tomorrow night. Tomorrow. Greg, 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 or, uh, Greg can pitch his game seven for you. All right. For Bill Seaver, I'm Larry Timko. We'll see you in the future. We'll see you in the past year. See ya. Where Charlotte County comes to play and you're... Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.